Hey, welcome back to the CA Power Player Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Askins, and today I got a special guest all the way from Edinburgh, Texas. One of my favorite people to hang out with is doing some amazing stuff in the industry, has a great business, and also helping agents along the way. Please welcome from Perez Financial Group, Christina Perez. Hi, how's it going? Doing amazing. Is that a, is that a dog I hear in the background? <laughs> yes, yeah, I bring my dog to, to work. I love it. So Lauren does the same thing with her little mini golden doodle, Coco. Uh-huh. drives me nuts and she just prances around the office you know yeah so all the clients love it honestly it brings in another level of intimacy um and just shows you like a little bit about we're human so my my dog violet let me bring her so you guys can Let's see do it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome I, th- I think our audience would love to see it also while she's grabbing violet like i'm telling you guys christina is doing amazing things super successful helping a ton of people oh cool yes so this is my little munchkin so we bring her because she can't be at home by herself she's still is potty training and you know okay. just learning her manners but hi! i love it i love it now she just gets to p- piss all over the office amazing <laughs> yes it's very down she sleeps all day she pretty much sleeps all day that's cool i love it what is up violet that is so cool you're the first you may be the first to like have an office dog and show it on camera on a youtube channel you know yeah i would i didn't think she was gonna be like a little but it's so funny you picked up on her collar <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Like, honestly, like we started doing it because the team loves it. It does add like another element of like, you know, just a relaxed environment, you know, that's fun, um, which is really cool. Yeah. I would love to hear like more about your story. I mean, obviously, we've known each other for years. You are doing amazing stuff. I love what you are doing. Respect what you're doing. Um, How long have you been in the industry? When did that start and what did that look like? Sure. Um, So I started about 15 years and just like anybody, I did not know anybody in the insurance business other than my upline, my immediate recruit. And funny story is um, I met him through an ex-boyfriend <laughs> and that was his father. And uh, just talking to him, uh, you know, I was at the time I was in cell phones and I was managing and he asked me for help. And he just said, hey, once I, I kind of talked to him, showed him the things I was doing, he's like, you know, you can do what I do. And I'm like, what is it that you do? And he's like, I'm an insurance agent. And um And at first, I'm going to be honest, I was so like, insurance, like, okay, like, that's not the sexiest thing in the world. And at the time, I was 25. Mm. So I was just kind of like, okay, sure. But I brushed it off. And then over the years that I got to, you know, be around his family, um, I got to see how great of a lifestyle they had. And then just, just lifestyle, really the freedom. I was the one always asking um, for off at work because they were always on vacation. Mm -hmm. And so over this year that I learned and I'm just like, okay. And so around, I would say closer to like, um, I don't know, seven years after he offered it in my thirties, I remember saying, Hey, um, I think I want to do what you do. Right. And it's because I grew up a little bit, I matured a little bit and I realized that corporate world was just, um, it wasn't cool. They weren't good to me. Didn't matter how good I was, how faithful I was. I just, I wasn't going anywhere. So I decided to get my license. I was super grateful because he paid for everything. Mm. He paid for my class, for my life. I was I was paycheck to paycheck. There was no extra money. So, you know, he knew me. He knew what I was, uh, you know, what I was capable of. And I'm super grateful because it's because of him that I'm in this industry 15 years later. And I love, when I say I love, this is a career, not just a job. Um, and, you know, you were, I worked hard. I worked hard for many people. Know that I gave my life, my, you know, I always worked hard. Something my parents gave me was a work ethic. And uh, so my jobs, I always excelled. But again, people throw you away because if there's no budgets, I mean, you're disposable. 
So then when I got into business for myself, I started off from home working out of your car, your typical, and I never shared this opportunity with anybody, maybe three, four years into it. Mm. Yes. And, um, and then, and it was just because I didn't know anybody and I wanted to make sure this was legit. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. Right. I'm curious if they do. That's actually a really good point. Um, I would love for you to jump in comments. Let us know. Do, do you, do, is, were you the same way where you're like, man, I need to like, I need to understand this. I need to like prove it out. I need to, you know, yes. I need to, yeah. Yes. Yes. I, um, you know, in the beginning, you know how things are, you know, since you've walked this walk with me, um, you know that you don't make money right away, you know? And so I had, you know, I had money in the savings, right. That was kind of supplementing my income that first year. But I wanted to quit so many times that first year. I needed a job. I needed consistent money. And it was tough. I was, I'm telling you, I was paycheck to paycheck. I almost went to teaching because I have a degree. And I'm like, okay, I'll do the alternative route. I'll get a job. But when I tasted freedom, Cody, mm. when I tasted freedom, freedom to like say, hey, um, I got to go to the doctor, for example, or um, you know, I can go to church. Really, my driving force was I wanted to be more active in my church. And that required like weekends, evenings, and guess what? Your previous jobs, they all work those weekends and evenings. And, and I'm just like, no, I, I want it. I want my time back. So I said, I love the freedom I get that I get, you know, to do what I need to do when I need to do it. But I want, it was tough. It was really tough. And then I just worked at it, honestly. And a few blessings came my way that helped me really get solid in this job and this career, honestly. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, what type of degree? I have a business marketing degree. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you, this is a good question because we're going to have a lot of young agents that watch this that are like, you know what? You've kind of been talking about how amazing of a career this is and how you were skeptical and you weren't sure and you ignored it for a while. And then you're like, maybe I should do it. You know, um, business marketing degree. How much did your degree help you with what you do today? Zero. 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 Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what really helped me. My degree just tells me that I'm intelligent, that I can pass courses, I can follow some sort of structure, that I can learn something and, and go test on it. That's what my degree did. Um, the truth is all my experience came from my work experience, right? I did mm. a lot of marketing already within my corporate jobs. I did management. So I will tell you what brought me value in this business, running other people's businesses taught me how to run my own business. That's really where, where what passes over experience. Yeah, that's I, I love that you mentioned that too because I do feel like um, we have a lot of team members that end up like learning so much about operating a business and being in it. And some are like, you know what, I want I want my own thing one day, dude. Great. Or they're like, yeah, I definitely don't want to go through what you go through, you know. Um, but you saw both sides probably, mm -hmm. and we're like. I like, I, li I like this, you know, is that a personality trait? Is it a ambition? Is it come from always wanting to own your own business when yeah. you were young? It's funny you should say that. I never wanted my own business. Um, my family comes from a bunch of entrepreneurs. They all own um, tire businesses, right? Like uh, automotive. Mm -hmm. And so they all have that spirit. My fa my dad used to tell me, what business do you want? I'm going to put it for you. What do you want clothing? Do you want? And I'm like, no, I don't want anything. I want to go to school. Um, I want to go be a corporate person. I want to, I had these other aspirations and it's because I saw them suffer and I saw them struggle. You know, there were good times, but there was definitely a bunch of, of bad times. I saw my parents uh, go without a paycheck to pay the employees. So in my head, that's what I thought meant owning a business. So for me, no ways. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That's too hard. I wanted to go get that safe, that safe paycheck. 
Yeah. And, and is that for those that are like, okay, is that real? Does that, once you got into your owning your own business, was part of that true? I mean, was that part of it? Yeah. Yeah. Because in the beginning I have no, no, I had no employees. It was just me, myself and I, like I said, money wasn't flowing in the beginning. Money was a struggle. And I had to learn how to see money in a different way because mm. now I'm everything. I'm the owner, the agent, customer service, the, you know, everything you're, you're that person. So yes, there's that struggle, but it's sticking through it. The, the main thing I did was I managed my money. I really reduced all my expenses and I, I could do this. And I'm telling you, when I finally, I finally, hit, I finally understood the business, what I need to do, there is money left in the bank. That was shocking to me. There's money, not paycheck to paycheck, shuffling money. There was excess money in the bank. That to me was like, holy smokes, this is real. Yeah. How long did that take before there was excess money? Um, I would say the first three years it took, um, it would take the three, the first year I didn't do Medicare. I was doing more like Aflac and that was horrible. That almost, that was horrible. Not because the product, the product was great. It's the, the commission wasn't enough. Okay. And when I, I stepped into Medicare, that changed everything because renewal residual money is serious money. hundred percent. Yep. What, what is it about, um, Medicare that you love today because that's oh really God. a focal. I point. love Medicare uh, in so many ways because you help people. You, I, I mean, I'm gonna work with my grandparents every day. That's basically what it is. It's like if you like to sit down, have a good conversation, and and truly help someone, and then they reciprocate their appreciation. That's what you're gonna get out of Medicare. Yes, hundred percent. That's exactly right. And there's so there's so much potential to it too, and it like it grows, and it stacks. Yes. Um. Do you what do you think agents should start with Medicare? Oh, super good question, right? Uh, because I see that in my in my agency, I have a team. Um, so Medicare takes a little bit of time to really to learn it. it it's it's a big yes. team, it's a big monster, but it's a really good monster. You have to have a passion to learn. You have to do a lot of research. You have to be patient. Um, yes. can you start? I started with Medicare. So for me, I, be, that was, I'm not kidding. I was like Medicare queen. I love it. Um, it just takes, I would say, yes, I think it is because it's zero premiums on the life side. Sure. That, that product, if I think about life, it requires premiums. It's harder to take money from people. Medicare is all about education. If you like teaching people and be patient, it's going to come. It's going to yeah. come. True. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it is something that, uh, where you're building a real business to where you don't have to start over every week, month and year either. Talk about that piece for those that are like interested in that. Um, okay. Like you said, you don't have to start over again. So like with Medicare, first and foremost, you get paid every two weeks, right? And the first year it's every two weeks and then zero premium. So you're not trying to, again, take money from someone that, you know, what's the number one problem amongst people, they're living paycheck to paycheck right? So you're not taking anything and you're bringing more value because all these plans that you're, you represent, give them a bunch of stuff. Zero co-pays. I mean, if you, if you know how to put people in the right plan, I mean, practically everything can be zero. Okay. Yeah. At the hospital, the doctors, plus you give them free dental vision, hearing aids, over the counter gym membership. It does. And Medicare, original Medicare doesn't do that for you. So if you, if you can show them that value and that benefit, it's going to be easy. In two weeks, you're going to get paid. Okay. You're going to get paid. Now the first year 
it's it's you get paid as you sell right like every client you get paid a little bit at a time but year two you're gonna get paid for all that work you did in year one okay and what do you have to do for that nothing all you have mm -hmm. to do is answer your phone customer service pick up that phone be available give them the answers that they're looking for which is what dentist can i go to right what i i lost my card what do i do this is simple stuff guys it's simple and and number one is did you charge them anything no are you going to bring more value to them yes are you going to save them lots of money yes it's an easier sell than life i love in my it opinion. i love it how many agents do you train and 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 work with so right now we have a total of about 45 agents wow mm-hmm Yes. And mind you, I didn't start off. I did not want a team in the beginning. In the beginning, I just wanted to worry about me, myself, and I. Yeah, you didn't want a business or a team, and you got both. <laughs> yes, and I have both. It, but you know what? I'm going to tell you why. We're, we're like, we are superstars. We can be superstars. We, we're, I'm good at sales. I'm good at people skills. I'm good at talking to people. So it, to me, it didn't become. But what happened is I got bored. I was making good money, and I'm just like, so that I remember sitting down thinking, is that it? Is this this it? Mm. Like I make good money. I have great vacations. I have a great life. I have a great car. Is that it? And then I just remembered. I kept referring my my agents because I didn't want a team. I kept referring them to my upline. I said, hey, just go to this person. He'll help you. One day he just calls me and tells me, you know, Christina, your people, you keep referring me. Thank you. He goes, I really want to work with you. Mm. And I'm like, well, you know, and I disclosed what my issues were because I come from corporate world and I felt that having a team meant babysitting adults. Okay. Well, it, do, it does some. <laughs> yes. Well, corporate world, that's what I felt. I felt that yeah, these wow. agents, like my employees were not adults, like telling them how to dress, to show up to work, great attitudes, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I really thought, I didn't know like what it meant to be self-employed. And so when he told me, you don't have to do that. These are business owners. You understand? Do I babysit you? He tells me. Do I babysit you? Do I tell you how to dress? Do I tell you how to show up? Do I tell you how to hustle? I'm like, no. He goes, then you don't do the same. Mm. You can you can advise them. You can mentor them. You can tell them, look, this is the best practice. He goes, but you're not their boss. And when I finally got that out of my head, I'm like, you're right. I'm not their boss. Then I started to share the opportunity with people. But I also put my standards there because I know most of us come from the corporate world. Right. And I started to, yes. and I changed my words. I started changing my words to my team and it said, you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. And, and he told me, my mentor told me, my upline told me, he's like, do you, do you do realize you're a business owner? For a long time, I was just an agent. And then I realized I'm a business owner and that mm -hmm. mental shift. That's, that's totally different. That's big. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That does take a second too. Cause everybody comes in as a, that solopreneur mindset. Like oh, I've got it all. I can do it all, you know, control freaks. Right. Like it's interesting. And are you taking on more agents if someone likes Absolutely. this every day? Absolutely. Oh. I will tell you that, um, a couple of things that I took, uh, when I joined you, when I went to your, uh, you know, some of your meetings and stuff, one thing that you taught me, there's something I implemented because of you. Okay. Was an LOA. Okay. And I, we don't, I don't believe in Nilla ways. <laughs> we, I come from an independent side where everybody's a business owner. Everybody manage your, your business, your book, whatnot. And, um, so my world did change going back a little bit, uh, was when I started agents, right? Agency and getting override that my world totally changed. My income changed. I stopped working as hard. Hmm. Now, 
Was it overnight? Was it in the first couple of months? Absolutely not, right? Because we know that as an agency, uh, overrides are different. They're a lot lower than the producer. But it took several years for that really to be significant in my world, okay? Yes. The other layer that really, really changed, and that's because you said it, and I believed it, and I implemented it, was when I added an LOA. My income changed completely too. My time changed. I Now I'm pushing my GAs, which are like we have levels, right, of management because we, mm-hmm. we help others develop. I, I tell them, my brother's one of them. You, you know my brother Lupe? Yes. And and I, I, I fast-tracked him through everything I didn't do because I didn't know. So for him, he joined the business like seven years ago. I, I told him, okay, you need to be a GA right away, like within two, three years. I'm like, you need to be a GA. And then now I'm like, you need an LOA. I'm telling you how mm-hmm. it's, it changes lives, right? So all my agents, now I'm like really pushing. You have pretended you want a team? Let me tell you what the structure is going to be. I give it all out. I'm like, it's up to them if they do it, but I'm here for them. True. If they need it. Yes. And would you tell agents to like, because we are stubborn, we do say we're never going to do stuff, right? Would you say people be more open-minded and never say never? Just because when I, when I say that, it's like, um, you've said multiple times on this call, like didn't want a business, didn't think you're gonna have agents, didn't want LOAs, maybe not staff, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all made your business better. Yeah, it is all made me, uh, and you know, just being more open to things. Right. And so at the time you just think, your absolute thing like no i don't want that and i think it serves you for a little period but then but growth because let me tell you you're not growing you're dying right and so you'll get to that point where you you're bored you're gonna get bored if you're if you're a leader of natural born leader if you thrive in growing it's gonna be natural for you to go to that next step the thing is what i think what happens is that i didn't have all the help that i did the first six years of doing insurance remember i was figuring things out on my own and when I started implementing things like going into 8% and prior to you, I was already doing Tony Robbins, lots of classes for Tony That, oh my God, when I did that in 19, whoo, did that change everything? Okay. That's so, cool. so the natural thing was to go next to, when, when I found out about you, my brother told me about you, I'm like, okay, we're going to go do that because that's specifically my industry. That's cool. And that changed because I already knew, be open to that because they're doing it. You're, they're, mm. They know what they're doing. Learn from the best. That's so good. Thank you, Lupe. Amazing. Yeah. Love you, bro. Okay. Um, <laughs> for if they want to reach out and ha- and like talk, um, how, what should they do? Is it okay if they have them text me? Okay. Have them text me. I have What's your number? Phone calls. I will tell you, getting a phone call is really hard because it's a business phone. But texting, oh, it's so much easier. So my phone number, you can just contact me. Anybody wants to talk, wants to pick my brain, I, I'm always open to that. It's area code nine five six. Okay. Eight seven four. 7027. Text me. Um, whatever you guys need, you know, I'm always here. I'm an open book. We're always here to help. Okay. I love it. That's cool that you do that. And and willing to text and talk and help. You know, that says a lot about you. I will tell you guys that are listening um who've loved this interview. Uh Christina like cares, has a big heart, works really hard, and loves helping agents succeed, even though she never thought she would. You know, yeah, thank you. Uh, which is cool. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. You're amazing, and we'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple of days. Thank you, Cody. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening to Power Player Podcast. We will see you on the next episode. Text Christina, get some help, and go have an amazing year. Adios.